Oh my goodness, guys. Welcome to my podcast. This has been a long time coming. Let me tell you that right now. I was thinking about it and I was talking to my sister and I was like, I haven't consistently created content in like three or four years. So this is a big deal for me. This is a rebirth for me. Welcome. This is Confessions of a Complicated Black Girl. I'm so honored that you're here with me. I'm so excited for this podcast. I think it's going to be just a wonderful, wonderful time. Hey, 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 hey. All right. This talk is something that has been in my heart for a long time. So we're just going to slow it down and get into it. If you're in the car, turn it up. You ready? All right, y'all. I am so excited to talk about this today because this is real life, right? So what I wanted to talk about today is the necessity of struggle. (laughs) I remember when I was a little girl and I first read the story of Job in the Bible, like I read about his loss, his deep pain, an experience that was physical, but deeply emotional. I imagine this man and all of his glory just overcome by grief as servant after servant ran to him to tell him that his children had died and everything he owned had been destroyed. Now here he is, sitting in the darkness, his fine garments torn in ashes and sackcloth as he scrapes painful boils on his body with a piece of broken pottery. Are you kidding me right now? And to add insult to injury, his friends aren't helping him out. They tell him to give up. His wife is like, peace, peace, homie. I don't know what's wrong with you. I don't know what you did, but just curse God and die. That's trifling, but I soon saw that Job, he was made of something. There was this deep well of strength and resolve knit like baskets of seagrass within his soul. There's something about seagrass, side note. The roots of seagrass is actually what keeps the ocean floor together. It's actually an ecosystem. I'm just gonna set that right there. (laughs) But although his words were honest, he never once spoke ill of God. He cried, he trusted, and he waited. And at the end of the story, everything he lost was completely restored not just restored, but multiplied twice as much as he had lost. When I heard this story, I remember thinking, oh my goodness, I want to be like Job. Like that day, 12-year-old me got on my knees and prayed a simple prayer to God. I want to be like Job. Like thinking back on my life and the experiences that I've had, I know that that was the wrong prayer to pray. Like when I was a young adult and when life began to unravel, I took it back immediately. Like, never mind God. I'm just kidding. Do not give me a life like Job. I don't want anything to do with that. It wasn't necessarily like the wealth of Job that I wanted, although I'd welcome it. Only partially did I want the nobility that came with his struggle. Like what I truly wanted was his resolve. I wanted to be unshakable when the world fell apart. I wanted to be steady if life or friends seemed to turn their backs on me. I wanted to know without a shadow of a doubt that God was faithful no matter how dark circumstances seem. And I can say, as I approach my 40s, this is something that I'm still learning. So, you know, when you look at Job and when you look at struggle, I'm like, okay, how is this soul built like this. Like I look at what Job experienced and believe he must have had some kind of a backstory. He must have had some kind of history with the divine to be unshakable in the chaos and pain that surrounded his story. 
Because when we face adversity, right, something new is built inside of us, something golden. And although most of us would rather not experience the waves, there's never been a time when even the most simple pain hasn't made me better somehow. You know, it doesn't mean that I want the pain by any means, but I've learned that pain can be a boundless teacher. And I know I would not be where I am or who I am without it. I know I'm saying a lot of things that take big strength. Even today, as I launched this podcast, I opened my phone to find a trigger. <laughs> like I'm on social media and it's like, oh, here are your memories. And I'm like, oh, oh my gosh, that doesn't feel very good. And there's no shame in our process. The ebbs and flows that come with grief and trauma and pain are so different. And all I can do right now is liken it to holding a piece of coal in my hand. As I continue to move forward, as I continue to process, the pressure of this process is slowly transforming this coal into a diamond in my hand. And maybe it will always look like a coal with just a little glimmer of a diamond. Maybe it'll be a full-fledged, brilliant, multifaceted diamond shining brightly. The goal is to keep applying pressure. Now, this pressure can be passive pressure. Maybe it looks like just taking deep breaths. Maybe it looks like recounting a positive memory. Maybe it looks like going for a walk on the beach. It doesn't have to be aggressive. It just has to be yours, whatever that looks like. And here's the unpopular truth. Unfortunately, pain is gonna knock on our door. So my question is, what do we do with it? How do we prepare ourselves for the waves? This is what I'd like to say. <laughs> I'd like to say that when pain, trouble, or trauma come knocking on my door, it's gonna find me with my raincoat on, an umbrella in one hand, and an anchor in the other one. But that's not always the case. Sometimes we are completely blindsided by trauma and pain. But one thing I've learned through the process is that although pain is raw, the process of going through pain is not passive. Whether pain overtakes me or I try to take control of it, there's going to be this fight. It's almost like a fight for stasis, a fight for understanding as we move toward a new normal in our lives. Here's the thing. We might feel weak. But there's this continual rhythm in my mind telling me to keep swimming, telling me to keep treading water. The sun is coming. The shore is coming. Don't stop breathing. Don't stop moving. In every rhythm, new muscles are being formed for these waters. And they're further strengthened by our faith and the muscle memory that comes with having been there before. We've been here before. The beauty is, as we let those muscles be formed in adversity. What might have been a mountain to me at the beginning of the process becomes like sand under my feet when I've processed a lot. Like Job, I want to get to the place where I'm using my I won't be shaken muscles to maneuver through the challenges of life far more than I'm not. I know I'm going deeper. I'm gaining greater understanding. I might not understand the why, but pain you've been an unrelenting teacher but knowing God's faithfulness through the pain has been the beginning of my wisdom I could not have asked for wisdom in a deeper way 
than what pain has brought to me. So the question is, what do we do with it? Will we abandon all of our promises and goodness that's on the other side of the pain? Or will we learn that we feel it, but we're anchored and we keep going? Because that promise is ours. That promise is yours. I I remember um, when I was younger, uh, me and my husband, we got married when I was 21. And um, I ended up getting pregnant with twins, twin boys. And through circumstances and some medical negligence and things that we couldn't control, these babies came too early and they passed away. And I remember thinking, oh my gosh, I have to get on the other side of this pain. Not to pretend like it didn't happen. I felt those emotions. I'm still feeling the emotions from the pain of their loss. But I knew there was a promise for more on the other side. If I can only get healed enough, get healthy enough for the next ones, you know I'm going to love them deep. You know I'm going to cherish those kids. You know it's going to mean so much more when they're in my arms. The level of sacrifice that I'm willing to take to get my promise, I promise you. I need you to see how strong you are. I need you to not give up on your promise. The promise that's on the other side of this unrelenting pain. We have to struggle through this because we're making diamonds. You're making diamonds. Don't forget that through this process. Whatever struggle you might be facing or have faced, something new is being created in you. Some new strength that is necessary for you to walk forward. Don't neglect the process. However that looks, whatever the process looks like to you, that's really what's been on my heart today. That's my confession. This episode specifically goes out to all those who are really close to my heart who are going through hard things. I'm with you. I love you. And we're going to get through this. Thank you so much for listening today. I'm excited for this podcasting season. To find me on social media, hit me up at Melody McConico. That's M-E-L-O-D-Y at M-C-C-O-N-I-C-O. I can't wait to see you there. If there are any questions that you want to ask, any things you want me to talk about, I would love to dialogue with you. Just go ahead and send me a message or put it right in the comment section on Instagram. I cannot wait until next week. Stay true, stay classy, and I'll see you then. Love you guys.